Welcome, first thing, to the students. You know, thanks for coming. Thanks for being a part of our youth group. Thanks for being you, the genuine you, the you that matters. Um, and just thanks for hanging out in this ministry to the parents. Thanks for supporting this ministry. Thank you for being parents. The hardest job in the world, but also the most rewarding job. At least that's what I'm told sometimes. It is for me right now. I don't know about this age, but, you know, we'll get there. Um, but just thank you for leading your kids to Jesus, for being the primary disciple makers of your family. Um, and once again, just thank you all for all being here. As we begin year seven of this ministry, um, and we get to continue doing uh, some amazing things, some awesome things, um, and getting ready. As you can kind of see, we're still getting ready for this year, so it's still kind of a mess. But as we kick off this year, I'm excited for where we're headed. So my, my goal tonight is just kind of inform you on where we're going and what's going on, um, to invite you along on this journey, and then just give you some encouragement um, as we kick off and as we get going here. So a quick recap of, of uh, 21 and 22, year six together. Um, we kicked off this year from, with Six Flags. I have two pictures from Six Flags. This is one of them, and that's Emily. It was a very uh, rainy day at Six Flags. But anyway, and another way we kind of kicked off the year was with this little girl. Yeah, she doesn't look like that at all anymore. I just had to put that in. But anyway, um, we, you know, we start off the year talking about what it means to be genuine with God, genuine with others, genuine with ourselves. Um, and we moved on. We got our podcast up and running. So all of our Wednesday night sermons are on our podcast. Uh, we pushed a, a challenge to get hungry for Scripture um, we talked about an emphasis to serve others, and then we started serving at Love and Care Ministries um, every other week, pretty much, and helped them pack 50,000 different meals for students that don't have food security on the weekends. Um, so we did that, um, and, then, and then we moved on from there. Um, Fields of Faith ended up being canceled, but we had an awesome uh, family feast, youth family feast, uh, awesome fall fest. Um, we had a great Thanksgiving as, as well, but uh, we made it Christmas. We had a very long lock-in night. <sighs> I still have nightmares about that. All of them, just all of them. But uh, uh, into the new year, we got going with our fundraisers, lessons, stuff like that. We made it to D-Now, uh, D-Now Redefined. That was great as well and very scary as well. Uh, we got spring break. We had a lot of times to get together over spring break. Uh, we kept going. I led a study on reading the Bible like Jesus, which is online or on the app, if you ever want to listen to that, those sessions. Uh, we congratulated seven graduates, um, and which was awesome. And then we kicked off into the summer. We had Squad Wars. We had His Kids. We had uh, VBS. We had The Chosen. Um, and we had Youth Camp and so much more. Year six was all about just kind of getting back up on our feet as a ministry, reestablishing some ministry routine. And so it was really good kicking all that off. What a year. Um, as a couple more people come in, if you haven't grabbed the handout, Caden uh, will gladly offer to go get you one. Anybody need a handout still? Anybody need a handout? Yep. Caden is our half adult, and he's going to be helping us, and so we get to use him for all sorts of stuff. I say half because he's college and, and adult, so he's like half. Anyway, so yeah, um, year 21, 22 was all about kind of getting back on our feet as a ministry, um, but as we move into year 7, 2022 and 2023, um, what I want to do is share our overall vision of this ministry, kind of where we're going, um, this vision, this mission, this plan. 
uh, as we move forward. So our vision for Genuine Youth Ministries starts in 1 Timothy 1.5. Now the goal of our instruction is love that comes from uh, a pure heart, a good conscience, and a genuine faith. All that we do, everything that we're about, is about producing the love of Christ, leading us all to the love of Christ that, has, that is full of a heart of integrity, a mind that is clearly focused on Jesus, and of a faith that is alive and active. That's kind of where, where we begin. And so our vision is to train up genuine disciples of Jesus Christ and his love in, mind, in, in heart, mind, and, and faith. Um, that's kind of the, the long-term goal. You know, through the, through the cross and the resurrection, we build up the pieces of our, life, of, of our lives, and we allow it to kind of just pour out into the world. That's kind of what our logo is all about. Um, just, man, being all about Jesus, his love, in heart, mind, and soul. Um, and so that's the long-term goal. Our mission this year, after a year of getting back up on our feet, is to kind of come back in and, and be intentional to refocus on, on discipleship with our youth, parents, and adult volunteers. That's the goal of this year. Um, that's where I want to really just focus on, um, is this kind of thing with our youth, our parents, and our adult volunteers. So as we continue doing things that we've always done, and add some things in that we're, we're going to try. This is kind of our goal, and we're going to do it intentionally. Um, one of the things that we're going to do is an intentional uh, discipleship uh, focus every quarter. Um, this will kind of guide our ministry uh, every quarter or every season is something that all of our all the ministry parts of Genuine Youth Ministries are going to lean into, and it will kind of guide us to that goal of discipleship for all those groups. Um, so what that means is the first one is going to be intentional spiritual conversations um, <clears throat> or real talk. We're going to call it real talk. Just having intentional spiritual conversations. You know, for our youth, this means learning to have uh, real talk. Talk about the things that matter, the things that make a difference with love and truth. You know, talk about the spiritual things, the Jesus things, you know, the, 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 the hard questions. And to do so on purpose. To do so intentionally with others here at church, at home, and at school. Because what this does is if, if we are able to talk about these things, talk about Jesus, and, and be okay with it and do it on purpose, it's going to create so much opportunity for our lives. It's going to create these opportunities for just sharing Jesus with others. Or when somebody's facing a hard question or a hard thing in their life, you're going you're gonna to be more confident in your own faith to be able just to say something about it. So that's just one little kind of uh, uh, facet of all this. The other part is for our parents. This means growing in our, our abilities to have real talk with our children, with our kids, to ask good questions, to be able to talk about the hard issues, to intentionally set out every day to have an intentional spiritual conversation because, and, and, and to think about and be aware of the words that we're saying, because our words matter, our words communicate how, our, you know, how much we love, how much uh, of our faith we have, or passionate about something. Our words matter, and they are extremely powerful, so we want to use them well and disciple well with our words in the right direction. And for our volunteers, we want to have real talk as well. We want to have genuine conversations with our students. We want to ask the right questions. We want to ask good questions. We want to engage our parents more, to have more intentional conversations with our parents, come alongside our youth and our parents' lives, and just speak truth and love along the way. So this is something to put on your radar right away. 
that this is something we're going for. This first quarter, this first season, we're pushing real talk. And everything that we do in this ministry, we want to encourage it, challenge it in y'all's lives and what we're doing up here and everywhere else. So just a heads up, youth, heads up, parents, that's where we're going. So uh, a lot of y'all are like, I don't like talking. And then you do it all the time. Um, but what we're trying to do is talk about things that truly, truly matter. Um, but anyway, uh, this will be our first step in accomplishing our mission of discipling youth, parents, and adults, uh, being more intentional about it this year. So how else will we do this? Well, here's the plan. Um, what we're going to do is uh, look at a, a calendar flyover view of all the things that are coming up. Um, again, let me grab mine. You have this packet. We've kind of covered the first page a little bit, and I think you're going to page three or four. Four? It's not in order on purpose. Well, because that's just the way I made it, but I don't know if there's much of a pur- purpose behind that. But anyway, let's just do a flyover calendar uh, view of the calendar, um, and then I'm going to split our students up with some of our adults, and uh, then I'll stick with you parents, talk, and then uh, students, you'll talk with some of our vo- volunteers for a little bit, and then you'll go play the rest of the time. That's going to be the goal. So um, every week we have Bible Fellowship um, is what I like to call it. We have fellowship in the Word. We, we, we spend our time in the Word and we talk about it. Um, and we're going to have real talk uh, over that kind of stuff. We're going to be trying to get better at some of the questions we ask and questions uh, that matter and, and, and draw out real talk from y'all. Um, but uh, right now our Sunday school group or our Bible fellowship groups are divided into two, two groups. We have an older group and a younger group. And as we gain more students, we'll divide up um, various different ways. We've done guys, we've done girls, we've done middle school, high school, etc. But right now we have an older group and a younger group. Um, and uh, right now we have, are, are going through uh, the curriculum called the Gospel Project. It's taking us through the Bible in three years. We're about halfway through. We started in the New Testament. We did that. We're almost done with the Old Testament. So technically we're almost through the whole Bible, just in an awkward order. Um, but it's still great. We started with Jesus, and that's great. And then we get to go back to Jesus, which is always good. But uh, this year, as well as our two classes, we're adding a college class. So, like, Caden gets to come join us, Brayden, uh, the Beckett boys, Josie, anybody that, you know, is of college age, whether in, the co- in college or not, you know, is invited to that. Um, so if you know of any college people, um, let them know that we're going to start that the first Sunday in September, which is like the 4th, I think. Um, so anyway, that's happening, um, and then our main teachers for that right now are Ron and, and Dave, I saw him somewhere, uh, my mom and dad, Elizabeth and Brent, and then, uh, who did I forget, Todd, Todd as well, um, will kind of be our main teachers for those groups to start with this, this uh, with our Sunday school stuff. Um, also, our Wednesday, our midweek service happens every week, I'm going to be calling it Youth Church Now, um, you know, that's, we're, it's youth church because we have big church on Sundays. That's what I like to say, at least. Um, but anyway, our, our, our youth church, our Wednesday service is our primary worship service of the week for our youth. A time for them to come and just be rejuvenated with the Lord to worship and to hang out with one another and build that community of faith. Um, and the goal this year is we worship through uh, teaching and through music. Uh, one of the things that I'm going to do is after each teaching, the students are going to go with some of our adult volunteers and debrief and just talk, have some real talk about some of the things that we talk about. Um, our first series, which we're going to do starting in September, is called Basic. And really, it's just an invitation um, back into uh, the, 
to, to reclaim the simple, full, and, and beautiful journey that church is all about, of what Scripture says, says church is. And so we're just going to talk about what it means to, to basically fear God, what it means to know the basics about just being with the Holy Spirit, following Jesus, prayer, communion, um, and those kind of things. We're just going to take a real look at it. And it's, it's one of those things that sounds like a foundational thing, and it is, but man, the way it's going to happen it's going to really challenge, challenge the way we view church and the way we live church for our youth. But also, I think, parents, if you uh, plug in and you listen in, I think it would challenge some of the ways you might view church and the way you live out being the church. Um, so I just want to invite you all into that. Um, and, and another reason I want to do that is so that you can have those conversations at home, like, hey, this is what I, y'all were li- hearing um, the other night. Let's talk about what it means to basically follow Jesus um and 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 those kind of things so that pushes that real talk um and we'll do that on sundays too i'm going to send you all some things just to kind of so you know where we're at what we're talking about and so you can have conversations about those things at home um so those are the recurring services every week um and so uh sunday september 4th um is um the beginning of the bible fellowship here in a little bit uh september september 7th will be a kind of our first uh, lesson on the basic series on Wednesday, but we got other things going on too. September fourth, uh, that or September third, we have the block party that Saturday. So in less than two weeks, we have a block party. We're trying to reach our neighborhood a little bit more. Um, so come, play, eat, and then look for intentional ways to have real talk with our neighbors, um, the people that show up. Invite them into games, and just find out who they are. Um, and so. That's going to be happening uh, when we have our first Mass. If you don't know what that means, we're not Catholic, um, but it'd probably be fun. Uh, it's meet at someplace specific, and we just have this time of fellowship and uh, just hanging out and opportunity for real talk. So, yep. Can you change it from Mass because you Yep. Yep. It's no longer Sunday night after church because there's just no Sunday night church. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not. It's too late. That makes sense. Snack makes sense. Yes. Mass doesn't make sense. We're taking over. We're going to start a new mass. All right. Anyway, moving on. Tuesday, September 6th will be our first care pack for kids night. So come along. This is a great time for our youth to just be able to, to learn to sacrifice their, their time and energy and just provide and give uh, and, and help meet needs and be the love of Christ. So that's just one example, a recurring example that we'll have of that. Uh, September 24th, we're starting a girls' night and a guys' night, and that'll be the first one. So the girls' night, they're going to the Cowlings um, and, and with Rachel Hurd and probably some of our other adult volunteers, and they're going to just, it's called getting to know you. Um, the guys, I don't, we don't have a plan yet, but we'll do something, you know. Guys, we just do things last minute. Yeah, we'll figure. Yeah, we'll go to Rod's. <laughs> it's planned. It's decided. <laughs> That's good. Uh, uh, moving on to the next thing. I've taken my doors off. All right. Um, October 5th. Wednesday, October 5th is Fields of Faith. As long as we don't get rained out like we did last year. Um, but, yeah, I'm really excited about that. It's a 
awesome opportunity to bring friends, especially friends that might not have heard about uh, Jesus or, or really accepted Jesus in their life. This is an excellent opportunity for that. Then we have the Fall Fest coming up here. Well, we're going to need all hands on deck for that. November 16th will be our Youth Family Feast where we just sit one big table and just feast out, and we get a lot of people to bring us food in order to do that. Um, but it's a great opportunity as well to bring friends and just have that fellowship together, that that community together. Uh, we're gonna move. We're gonna have a pie auction right before Thanksgiving. We already had one this year, but we're gonna have another one because it's just fun. But anyway, it just kind of makes sense to put it before Thanksgiving. So we're just gonna try it because that's like pie season. Um, so anyway, we're gonna try it. Um, I even got approval from some of our highest bidders. So they're like, yeah, let's do it again. So anyway, <laughs> I'm like, let's do it. Um, and if you don't know, this will be our, our first youth fundraiser of the school year. Every time we do a fundraiser and your youth come and help, um, they get money credit into their youth account. Um, they never get to see the cash, but they have credit. Um, and that's very important because they're like, hey, can I just have some of that? I'm like, no, you can't. Um, but anyway, it goes into their account, and they can use it for any of the activities and events that we do around here. Yep, extra credit. So parents, if you help out, because um, we're going to need your help, especially at fundraisers and things like that, there's extra credit involved, so that's always good. Um, and yeah, if you ever have any questions about your kid's balance, just ask. Um, it might take, you might have to remind me too. If I'm not at it at the moment, I'm like, yeah, I just need to look at it. And then I just never get back. Yeah, just, that means I forgot. But uh, yeah, um, right now, a lot of our kids still have money in their account. A lot of them are empty because we just finished the summer, but you can always ask about that. Um, we're still working on our December plans and Christmas party and stuff like that. Um, but in January, on Wednesday the 18th, we're going to have another parent night that will set up our spring uh, semester and just kind of everything we'll be doing there. So you're going to make sure you want to be there because we'll talk about the big event plans, the resources that we have for y'all, um, and some other big things. D-Now is March 3rd and 5th. That is for sure. The theme is Jesus is Better. Uh, I'm really excited about that. Glowing Heart will be coming back. I have no idea what recreation is yet, but I'm sure it'll be awesome. That's your fault. Um, moving on. So before we, uh, before we split up, um, I just want to clear, uh, make sure we're on the same page on a couple things. Um, the Church Center app is where our primary communication happens. Um, a lot of y'all are on that. Some of y'all might not be. But if you're not on the Church Center app, we have a youth group, a parents group, a volunteers group. That's where, like, hey, uh, things changed, and you need to know about it. We send out all the other stuff, too, like, hey, this is coming up, this is coming up. Or like, hey, we're on the, back, on the way back from something. We're going to get back early or late. That's where it happens. So make sure it helps me tremendously if you're all plugged in on that. Uh, obviously, if you don't have a phone or if you don't have a phone that's capable of it, there's a couple examples in our church of that. Um, but uh, anyway, I'm picking on my dad. Um, but uh, yeah, just make sure you're plugged into that because that's where all that kind of stuff happens. I'm going to post some more resources this semester um, than I have before. So just make sure you're plugged in, in there. Um, don't forget about our Genuine Youth Ministries podcast. All the lessons that we teach this, that tonight, this uh, message or this meeting will be on the podcast as well. So any parents that couldn't make it, you can send it to them, uh, stuff like that. I'll have this packet posted in our parents group, stuff like that. So um, there's our podcast. We also have our monthly uh, memo that we've restarted. Um, 
we push this out to the church once a month. So this is the August one. Uh, I set it in all the Sunday school rooms. Eventually, once I figure out how to do it digitally and send it out, I'll do that too. Um, but it's just awkward because it's a trifold, and so it's not in order. But anyway, what we're doing different than what we used to do. I used to just do like dates on the back, and I just did a long paragraph that nobody read on the front. Um, oh, you might have. I just don't, I don't know. But what I'm doing differently is, well, I have a date section. Um, and then just like, hey, stay connected on the back. But uh, we're having a youth testimony, which youth, don't leave tonight. I have to talk to one of y'all because, yeah, anyway, because you're doing it next. But um, I said youth. Yes, one of you. So don't leave until I talk to that one. How will y'all know? I don't know, but just don't leave until I talk to that one. Um, anyway, youth testimony. Braden wrote our last one because it was his last chance before he you know, became a big boy. Um, there's a pray with us section and some other stuff, but um, this is really cool. Uh, the tie line goes out. Um, we have uh, a section back there that's called the Curious Corner um, that's going to be upgraded, and that's where all anything like dates, calendars, forms, stuff like that will be back there along with other resources that we put out. Um, those are the ways that y'all can plug in. And then... Uh, yeah, I think that's it. So, um, any questions, students, before y'all leave? No, you can't leave, leave, but you can, like, kind of leave. No, not yet. I said, do you have any questions before y'all leave? No. Okay. Not yet. All right, um, if our non-parent volunteers, so, like, if you're a parent, I'd love for you to stay, but if you're not a parent, um, or, like, you don't currently have a youth, uh, if you'll take these guys and girls, y'all can split them up. Stormy has clipboards. But if you're a parent, even if you're a volunteer, but if you're a parent, you can stay in here and keep getting all this good stuff. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Don't move unless you need to move. All right. Good luck. <laughs> so things got a lot more quiet. This is just nice. We should do this more often, right? All right. So uh, as they head out, um, what I want to do is I want to share something with you all that I just feel is extremely important as we kick off this school year. Um, more important than the where and the when of our ministries is, is the why. Um, and so I want you all to know the why of the things that we do, because you as parents, um, you're all the number one spiritual influencers of your kids. You're going to have the greatest influence spiritually on your kids. Even if they really like me or not, you're going to have the greatest impact on your kids when it comes to their spiritual formation. Um, you're the main disciple maker of your kids. You're the primary spiritual influencer. You know, discipleship can't be outsourced. Um, there is no, I can't do it. Ministry can't, our ministry can't do it. There's no pastor that can just take over the discipleship of our kids' lives. And that's just something that we have to remember. It falls to us as parents and the way we approach that has the greatest effects on the, on, on how our kids grow up in the faith. There's a reason so many graduates, when they leave our ministry and other ministries, they step out of church and they step out of faith. Um, a lot of it has to do because, uh, families, their parents uh, weren't really being the church themselves anymore. Um, 
And, and, and according to just everything I've seen in the last 10 years of youth ministry that I've been a part of, um, and, and, and the ministries I've been a part of, the other youth pastors I've known, the research being done in, in youth ministry, there, there's a few things that help increase the opportunity that our kids will stick with, the, with church and the faith. The number one thing is that they own their own faith, that they own their faith. Um, they make it their own. You know, a lot of kids grow up believing what their parents believe, which is great. But then they go to college, their faith gets challenged, and they don't know what to do with that. And then they turn against it because this is the first time they've really had to question, is this my faith or not? Um, and our culture these days is is encouraging these kids to be skeptics, encouraging these kids to take what their parents view and know and believe and turn against it. That's where culture just, it encourages that. And so you and I have to work together to, to man, help our students and help our kids keep that faith. So how do we do that? How do we help them own their faith? One, plugging them into the local church. And I don't just mean this youth ministry. That's part of it. And I, I want your kids here. I love most of the time, hanging out with your kids, <laughs> I'm being honest, <laughs> real talk, right? Um, no, no I, I love the ministry that we have and the kids that we have. Um, but for, for a kid to really adopt church into their own life, to, to own it, they have to experience the fullness of church, not just a youth ministry. I know a lot of youth that will go to college or go to young adulthood and be like, now I need a college pastor. And if they don't find one, well, the game's over. They need to learn how, how, how to have a pastor in their life, how to plug in to the, a multi-congregational church, um, to plug in with the old people, stuff like that. And that's, that's a challenge, but, man, plugging them in to, uh, to where there's other adult Christians around, um, God-fearing people in, in their lives is so important. We try to do that as much as we can in this ministry. That's why we have volunteers. That's why we're part of His Kids. That's why we used to go on mission We'll get back there eventually once we are able to restart that, if COVID ever isn't a thing anymore, but that's not going to happen. Um, anyway, the other thing with that is we have to be plugged in with the church, not just the youth ministry. Now, I had our, we had our volunteers meeting uh, the, the other night, Sunday night, and that's one of the things I briefly mentioned is that, you know, if you want to serve in this ministry, you better be plugged into the church to the body of Christ, to the fellowship of our church. Because um, if you're not, you're not setting that example. You're not leading, um, and you're not going to know how to plug our youth into the church if you're not plugged in yourselves. So as parents and as, as leaders of our families, when it comes to discipleship, we have to make sure we're plugged in. Um, and there's lots of ways to do that. We'll talk about some of those. Um, another thing is, uh, so plug them in the local church, and part of that is students need godly men and women pouring into them in a discipleship relationship. That's why we have volunteers pushing Real Talk. That's what they're doing right now. It's just kind of debriefing with our students like, hey, when it comes to this year, when it comes to your faith, when it comes to Real Talk, when it comes to these things, what are you really thinking? And, and they're going to try to draw some answers out of that. So we can kind of have a touch, uh, touch of base of where we want to go with them next. But uh, again, the biggest discipler of your students is you. And so making sure that you're a godly man and woman pouring into your child's life is key. If we want to help them own their faith, there's two big things. Now there's a thousand more, um, but those are two big things. And the reason I'm saying all this is because I think we have the same goal. I think we have the same desire for these kids, uh, these youth, to grow up into God-fearing, mature adults who, who can have successful lives and career and love and make an impact and, and really care for their families in the future. 
I think that's what we all want. And so this is why we're doing everything that we can in our ministry to help our kids and why we want to do everything we can to help y'all to support the discipleship of your kid. We want to be a resource to you. We want to come alongside of you to partner with you in in your parenting and discipleship of your families. And so that's why we do what we do. So how can we do this? Again, it starts with you. What we have to do, what, what we all need to do as parents is check our priorities and, and just think about, okay, what is truly first in our lives? If we want God to be important to our kids, then God must be important to us. I heard something, uh, this was about pastors and churches. If we want the church to care about praying, to just, give a, just care a little bit, then it has to be top priority in our life. If it's not, the church won't care at all. Same with our kids. If it's not top priority in our lives, it's not going to be a priority in theirs. So is God coming first and above all else in your life, is, is he the top priority? The second one has to be your family. Your family is your primary ministry. God gave you your family before he gave you a job. Your, or you might have gotten a job first, but scripturally, your family is your top ministry, your top church that you're responsible for. That includes your kids. That includes your marriage. We should be dying on hills to protect our kids, to protect our marriages. Because again, if we want our kids to care about their family, man, we got to care a lot. So God first, family second, and then church. And I don't mean just uh, this youth ministry or just serving. Once again, it means caring for the bride of Christ, being involved in his body, in his fellowship. Um, These are the top three priorities we have to have one, to just be a godly man, godly woman, but, man, to be that parent that's a disciple maker of our children. Um, so just, you know, keep those things on your mind as you lead out in the discipleship of your family and recognize that we want to help support that and come alongside you in that. The next step is you understanding the resources available to you through this ministry. And so that's kind of what tonight's all about, is encouraging you in your discipleship, but also saying, hey, here's how we can help. Um, we kind of did a... a a flyover already, uh, something I wrote down is just a reminder, we're not a daycare or babysitter, and I will never be that. So we're always trying to be super intentional in what we do. Um, so don't drop your kids off an hour early or an hour late. We still have a half-adult volunteer trying to figure that out. Um, it's great. No, it's good. But uh, we're a group of ministries here to support um, the discipleship that we have going that you have going on with your youth, and specifically nine minute, nine ministry parts right now. And so I want to fly through these and show you the why of these. You kind of already have the calendar of events, um, and I'll send you updated those when they come out. But um, and this is yeah, this goes to like page two and three of the handout here. Um, first off is that seasonal seasonal discipleship focus. We've already oh check your priorities. That's always important. The why. Um, the seasonal discipleship focus, the real talk, we've talked about that. Um, and again, it's not just for us here. This is for you at home. Um, some of you all might already be doing this, whether you call it that or not. But I want to push it all the more just to have these conversations, to make them normal in, in your lives and our kids' lives. Um, we have to learn and get better at these intentional conversations that we have at home to be okay talking about the big questions. Um, the hard questions, the questions that sometimes we just don't have answers to, but can we talk about them? Um, 
And I want to recommend a re- resource just to help start. Uh, this book is called Connecting Church and Home. Um, you can get off Amazon for $15 or less, I think. I don't remember. But this could be a great resource to help you start um, in this discipleship focus of our ministry. Um, and if you want to look at it before you leave, you can. You can look at my underlines and stuff like that, too. Um, but uh, that's kind of just one little resource, one little way to start that um, off this semester uh, is is that book and some of the things that we'll be talking about over the next several weeks. Uh, our services are number two in that list, um, including Sundays and Wednesdays. We kind of already talked about that. Um, our weekly services are designed to take our youth further in their personal worship, their study, their prayer, etc., to help them discover their own faith. But again, it's proven in, ineffective um, without y'all just doing the same thing, encouraging, taking youth further in their faith. Um, if it's not coming from home. So something else I want to emphasize here requires you to be plugged in too. Once again, our Sunday mornings. Um, our church has just gone through and it's about to start in a sense, uh, kind of a restructure of our Sunday schools. We took age brackets off um, so that uh, you can try out all the classes kind of thing. They have like these uh, focuses, um, ministry focuses for each class. Half of them start with faithful. Um, It's like, come on, y'all can get better at coming up with names. But anyway, it's kind of an encouraging thing because it means that there's more opportunity for you to plug in on Sundays than there ever has been before. Um, And so, man, check it out. You know, if you're not currently plugged into a Sunday school class, and and I don't check the attendance record, so I don't know who is or isn't. Um, I just know about our youth. Uh, but if you're not, this is a great opportunity to do so. Like, we, we got to do this for the sake of our kids, um, and there's really no reason not to. If we can't find a class to plug into out of the 17 that we have, or seven, I don't really know, um, then it's probably us, and we just kind of take a heart check and be like, what's keeping me from coming to these small groups, or what's keeping me from being plugged in on Wednesdays, or, you know, whatever opportunity is in front of you, um, so just make sure you're doing the best uh, to really plug into a class. And if you want to see some, like me, whenever I plug into something, I always want to see change. I'm like, ah, oh, this should change. This should get better. Then be the leader of that. Be the change that you want to see. You know, be faithful to that class and lead out at the same time. So anyway, um, as for Wednesdays and Sundays for the youth, know that the podcast there is there for you. Um, Sundays, I'm going to send out kind of some resources that'll show you kind of where we're at, where we're going, and how you can have some conversations, some real talk about that stuff. And as always, you're always welcome to come to our classes, our services, our events, and see what's going on uh, with that stuff. Um, Events and activities are kind of next in our ministry. Uh, When it comes to uh, you know, D now youth camp um, retreats, all of that. They're they're so important because they're extra. There's these extended times that we get with the youth. Otherwise, we get at max two hours a week guaranteed with them. That's if they're not sick or something like that, or if they show up to everything. Um, it's these extended times where we can really drive home certain ideas or or activities or things like that, or grow this. Uh, community of faith and relationship with one one another it's the same reason like on sunday mornings we encourage the youth to sit together um in big in big church and service because it's just one little you know it doesn't have to happen all the time but it's one little way they can grow the community of faith that they're in and know that hey i have a friend on my right and my left even if we're not acting like it all the time um it's just one little way another reason we do these things is because it sets up spiritual milestones in their lives, things to look back to and be like, 
wow, that changed me. Wow, that was amazing. Um, you know, this impacted me. Uh, there's hope here. So we just want to encourage y'all, you know, keep allowing your kids to the, come to these things. And I un- totally understand we do a lot, a lot more than a lot other church, of other churches. Some churches take off for the summer. And I, I want to figure out how they do that, but selfishly. But uh, no, we do a lot. And sometimes y'all can't manage all that. And that's totally okay. Me and Stormy talk all the time, like, hey, when Carissa gets older, um, and even now, but she just doesn't realize it yet, it's going to be okay to miss a week of church. It's okay. God's not, you know, the past, the youth pastor or dad's not going to come down hard because you didn't make it Wednesday. Um, church, don't let church, the idea of church be an idol over just taking care of family. And so I, I totally get that um, and encourage that. But um, recognize uh, there's a lot of important things in our events and uh, activities as well. Um, and a lot of fun things as too. Groups is another part of our ministry. Uh, we've had lots of groups <clears throat> over the, the years, whether it's discipleship groups or our worship team, which I want to work back on again because we need more instrumentalists other than me because that would be good because, yeah, it's just good. Um, anyway, worship team, uh, leadership team, stuff like that, lots of different kind of groups that we have. Uh, again, just extended opportunities to really dive in. And what these are usually about is helping them learn how to use their gifts or how to lead out or how to help others. Or, you know, it, it, it's not just the knowledge stuff. It's doing something, um, which is so important of our faith. It's an active faith. So look for ways to encourage youth in these to help them learn and recognize um, the, their commitments when they do join these things um, is another big thing. But um, that's our groups. Parents is a whole portion of our ministry. Um, from day one of being in youth ministry, I've always had a heart to come alongside parents and help y'all all the more. Um, the question has always been, how do I do that? Because I haven't been a parent before. Um, and, and then the other part of it is y'all are intimidating. Adam has this awesome beard now, and it's very intimidating. <laughs> no. But... uh man, we, we want to do more with y'all this year than just a few meetings. We want to have intentional conversations with y'all. We want uh, you to invite us into your family and just kind of, man, share things that we might be able to help with. Um, and so if that's my, that's my desire is that you help me to help you. Um, and then you'll probably help me in the process as well, because I'll see all the things not to do in parenting, right? <laughs> anyway so help initiate those conversations invite us into your life because once again y'all can be intimidating but again i think parent ministry is it is a part of youth ministry whether people admit it or not um the next part is our volunteers we've already mentioned some of the volunteers that we have um you saw some of the others um like rachel hurd Tammy cowling um is helping um and some others anyway uh, you're going to see more throughout the year, especially as we do bigger events and stuff. And we might even ask y'all to help it sometimes, but there's a difference between our genuine volunteers and when we ask y'all. And I want to emphasize that um, our genuine volunteers and for all the volunteers that will be working with children in our church. Uh, we started this back in 2018, 2019 was great. Um, and then COVID just kind of cut everything off for a bit, but we're coming back in. We're redefining, we're relooking at like policies and everything so that all of our volunteers go through the same safety system, the same training, and we're all on the same page on, on the responsibility we have with the kids and, and the youth in our church. Um, and so we want to do everything to support the ministries of our church, but keep our kids safe. And so uh, 
we have this five-part safety system and this continued training and stuff like that that is starting, and we're, we're just trying to finalize it so we can get everybody on the same page once again. But if you have any questions about our volunteer program, um, you can always ask. Uh, I'd be happy to answer it. And if you, at any point, want to step up and be more involved in discipling other students, um, just talk to me, and, and we can get you through that. Um, but a parent chaperone, at least that's why I'm going to call it. So we have a genuine volunteers, parent chaperone. We're going to need your help on things, but you'll be limited in what you can do with our students. Um, and I think that makes sense. It's kind of the same thing with school systems. You know, they have their teachers that have been trained, all that stuff, and then when they bring other people in, they do that one thing and they leave. Um, they don't hang out with the students. They don't try to teach something else, et cetera. Um, and it's all for the safety and the security of our kids and ministries and all that. Um, but anyway, uh, if, you're, if you're interested in any of that, um, you can join us on Junior Volunteers. Some of y'all are probably like, A-OK, not interested. That's fine. I totally understand that. Um, and once again, you can always come to anything that we have and see what's going on. Um, just a heads up there. So um, just keep being a parent. Above all else, be a parent first. I told the volunteers that. If you're not going to be a parent or you know, love God or whatever, then don't do the volunteer thing. Um, the next thing is kind of, you know, some of the things we've already talked about, the church app, can't emphasize that enough. It's a key to our ministry, really. Um, we have the ministry memo, the Curious Corner, our podcast. Just a lot of ways to get everything out so that you can plug in and be a part and find the information, just to make sure you know that. Um, our all-church kind of emphasis with our youth ministry, plugging into the other ministries and emphases and ideas of the church. Like the block party coming up, we want the youth to be involved in that. Uh, fall fest uh, we we want our youth to take more of a role an initiative and kind of leading out in that stuff over time um, but that's kind of where we're at right now so it's so important to for our kids to be a part of these other things um, that is going on around here because um, when they get older and they maybe move off they're going to have to find a church for themselves and so we want to teach them what it's like to try things out um, to be a part of things and those kind of things. So lead in and uh, lead out by plugging them into the church, um, and we're going to be doing the same. Last thing is the admin part, um, all the behind-the-scenes stuff when it comes to just putting things together. I already mentioned youth accounts, um, if you want to know about that stuff anymore. Um, yeah, it's just everything I do behind the scenes. The other thing you know, that's part of that is the rules. On the back page, um, I had one of the kids say, do we have a list of rules or something like that? I don't remember what he said. And I was like, I'll make one just for you. Anyway, so I made one, and I came up with 20 to start with. Um, but we have three main rules. The first one is be where you need to be when you need to be there. When they break that rule, that means they're going to get in trouble. They're going to break another one. If you can follow that one, it keeps you out of 90% of trouble is what I tell them. Um, so encourage your kids, help your kids to understand where they need to be. When our services start, they need to be wherever our services are being held or our events or our activities, not running around somewhere else. Um, we've had issues with that over the last year. We think we've done better um, the last several months, but we'll find out when we really get going again. Um, the second one is think when it's time to think and have fun when it's time to have fun. Really, what that means is participate in what we're doing at the right time. Um, so I can hear time to focus, you know, study, those kind of things. Over there, time to play. We really do try to push everybody to participate. Um, obviously, if they're sick or something, that gives them an automatic out. But so often, these kids will just try to push themselves out 
and they'll ruin the night for themselves because they weren't plugging in with other students. So we encourage, we push to participate. And I know a lot of y'all do the exact same thing. Um, you know, let's try, to, let's try to be a part of what's going on, those kind of things. The other one is don't ruin it for others. And I, have, I don't think I actually have the arrow on there like I used to. Anyway, I used to have an arrow that pointed down. That covers everything else, all 17 others. Um, but uh, some of the ones I kind of want to emphasize here, um, there, a lot of them are really good. Um, we, we, we tend, especially with our girls, we tend to have girls that won't eat. Um, this has been throughout the last seven years I've been here. Um, and so that's become one of our rules. If we have food, if somebody's made us food, you're going to eat something. Um, and so heads up there that we're, we're, unless you tell me, hey, my kid does not need to eat, then they're going to be some semi-forced to eat um, semi. I'll, I'll only go so far. Um, but anyway, so if we call you and say, hey, th- they didn't eat, that g- kind of gives you a clue on why we're calling you because they refused and we don't know why. Or we'll kind of follow it. We'll let you know, like, hey, we've noticed the last three times they've taken like three bites and that's it. Um, just a heads up. You know, there's a lot of reasons kids don't eat, but we want to help you be aware of what's going on here with your kids. Um, you know, when it comes to appropriate attire, you know, I could write pages and pages on what that means, and I don't even know what that means. But if you have questions about your, what your kids wear um, or anything like that, we can answer it. We, back there. Um, I, can, I can say, I think it's this. Anyway, she'll support um, anyway, so there's that, uh, sunscreen, yeah, we try, we do our best. Uh, medications is another one, like, you know, when kids bring medications, we got to take them up, um, you know, because we've had kids, we've, we've had kids, I don't know exactly, we've had kids, like, get some medications that weren't, or take too many, and then they were just, they were drugged. That too, that too. We've had both sides. Um, but anyway, this is all here for a reason, um, and so we just want to let you know as parents, hey, these are kind of our main rules, um, and we'll add more as we see fit. Um, so when we call and say, hey, your kid broke this, you can help us figure out how to how to fix that situation. Um, but anyway, I just wanted to share that real quick. Um, so the last thing is kind of where we go from here once again. Just check your priorities. God, family, church. What's going on in your life? God, family, church. Uh, get connected. We have the church app. We have our whole church family. Uh, we have our youth ministry and all these nine parts that you can kind of be aware of and you can even be a part of in some ways. Um, and then begin spiritual conversations. Begin sp- uh, real talk with your youth at home. Um, use this book as a resource uh, to start some of that. Um, and look out for some guides and resources that will be coming your way when it comes to those things. And then the last thing is, know that you're not alone. So I already know we have one question, I think. Um, yeah, this is, hold on, hold on. All right, now you can ask me questions. Oh, okay. okay, I may have missed this one, sorry. Yep. Because we were talking about real talk with students. Is it an actual curriculum? It's, it's a, a quarterly discipleship focus. Yep. So it'll, it'll be kind of, there will be, yeah. We we will let you know when I know that we will know what they are, but I don't know yet. So so the whole idea, yeah yeah. 
Exactly. No, I want to give you something like, hey, I, I, you learned about this today, you know, and so you have to talk about it because I know, you know, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, the, the two big areas that we'll kind of push that is our Wednesdays and Sundays. So we're working through the whole Bible on Sundays. We're going to start in Kings. Uh, or did we already start in Kings? Anyway, um, starting in September or already, I don't know. We're go- we just finished Solomon. You can talk to your kids about Solomon. What does it mean to have 700 wives? You know? uh, good questions, right? Ask intentional questions. If they think that's a good idea, that's a red flag. <laughs> but uh, Wednesdays, we're going we're gonna to be diving into that, that basic series, and so we'll be pushing stuff out for that too. Questions you can ask, what it's all about, those kind of things. At least that's the goal. That's my intention, at least. So, Other questions, thoughts? Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Well, where's that at? Let's just go there. <laughs> I'm just messing. Now, usually that's why uh, the church app is so important because um, we'll have a mass, and then sometimes, like we're, we have one planned for that first Sunday in September the fourth. Um, I don't know where that's going to be yet, so it's either going to be out someplace to eat. Or we're going to go to a host house and eat there if we find one soon enough. So usually it's meet here first and then we'll go somewhere else. But I always try to send out, hey, this is where, where we're going and the plan um, ahead of time for sure. The big thing is like, you know, we had a squad wars where I got sick and so we had to cancel it. I sent it out, but not everybody uh, got that, that church app notification. So that, again, that's why it's so important to be plugged in on the, the church app because that's where that information will come from. Because I'm not texting all of you. And I'm not texting all your kids. They're like, just text me. I'm like, no. <laughs> you text me. Anyway, any other thoughts, questions? Hey, I think they're done. Just in time for you to go get them. <laughs> um, yeah, I just want you all to know as clear as day, our intention this year is not only with your, our, y'all's kids, but with y'all. We want to do more with y'all. Um, so... Help us out with that. We're excited about that. Let me pray. And then uh, I think the plan, unless they're doing something fun over there, is they're going to the gym. So that's where you should be able to find your kids in just a moment. And if, yeah, if you have any questions you want to stick around and ask us, we're here to do that as well. So, Father God, just thank you for our parents. Thank you for uh, the role of parenting. Though it is very challenging, you do bring so many rewards with it, God. So may we just remember that there is victory in Christ, that there is victory when we hang on to you. We might not see it every day when it comes to parenting our youth and our kids, but God, there is. And so God, may we stay faithful to you. May we stay faithful to our family. May we stay faithful to your church as we continue to just try to stay faithful in this whole idea of discipleship and upbringing our kids in the faith. So God, we just thank you. We praise you. Guide us. Give us wisdom as we carry on with our lives in parenting, career, and everything else. And God, may we just most of all draw close to you in all things. And it's in your name that we pray. Amen.